Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 394, recorded live on January 10th, 2015. And here are your hosts, the man who's living in a winter wonderland right now, Dave Pillay. Hey. And the man who almost got stuck in a 123-car pile up on I-94 yesterday, Andy Lowe. Hi. 100 how many? 123. You might have seen it on the national news last night. I I don't watch the national news. 123-car pileup? Yes. Oh my massive pileups. There's 123 cars. Yeah. Holy the crap. 94 got shut down both ways. Um yeah, and it's still it's still closed. Well, it was closed that, when we were out earlier today. Oh, that had to suck. One of the trucks was carrying fireworks. Yes. Um and went there, off. Yes, there's a video online of the fireworks go there's multiple videos online of the fireworks going off. Wow. There's also a video of uh, early in the crash where you know things were still getting a little on the chaotic side um Mm -hmm. of watching like the cars and the semi-trucks just come barreling down into oh man it was bad i mean were were people just going too fast nobody knows how it started stop in time that that section of i-94 between kalamazoo and battle creek i call the thunderdome um it's bad enough that during thanksgiving i don't i completely avoid that section of the highway like, I take the back roads just because there's so many people traveling the day before Thanksgiving that it's just chaos. And then this one, my guess is, um, looked like it was I over mean, there by... Was, there was a bad snow. Yeah, there was a bad snow. The roads were probably uh, getting uh, iced over because of the... Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of fields right around there, so it probably is the wind kind of just froze everything. And then one accident happened, road got blocked, and then things just kept on piling up. It was bad. Wow. Causing fires on trucks carrying fireworks and acid. Yes, there was there was a hazmat team that got called. Luckily, that was right next to the uh, Air National Guard base in Battle Creek. So they had, like, the professional, like, fighter jet fire trucks, you know, like the big huge ones that the Air Force uses. Yeah. Those got called in. Oh, God. To help with the hazmat stuff. Oh, there were cars that... All right, so so here's a question though, because yeah. some of the cars were involved were trucks that were car carriers. Yes. Do those count? I don't know. I think they. <laughs> if a truck is carrying nine cars, does that count as a ten car crash? Um, I'm going to say no, because they were also saying that the 123 cars, uh, the 123 car pileup included 50 semi trucks. Yeah. So I'm guessing that semi truck carrying cars is just counted as a semi truck. Semi truck. Wow. Yeah, it was bad. I I so I'm tra- literally traveling from Kalamazoo to Battle Creek while this is going on, but yeah. I um luckily Google told me to take the back roads. Where I was looking at it, I'm like, "Hmm, could take me 42 minutes if I go on 94 or it'll take me 42 minutes if I take the back roads." I'll take the back roads cuz the, normally the highway takes me like half hour. And so I get, I pull into Battle Creek, I get upstairs to the office, and everybody's like, whoa, did you see the fireworks? And I'm like, fireworks? What? What, what? what fireworks? They're like, well, you came from Kalamazoo, right? I'm like, yeah. Well, there's a big accident on 94. At that point, it was just 30 cars. Um, I was like, no, I, I, took the, I took the back roads. They're like, oh, you're lucky. 
and man, I was seriously lucky. It seems because that would yeah, I would have been literally in right the in there. Of that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, there was a uh, that was that was the talk of work yesterday. Side note: Please coming home, now be- say, hang on. So this is this is from uh, this is from about three hours ago. Okay. State police now say there were 193 cars. Oh. Ooh. Including dozens of semi-trucks. One trucker was killed. Two dozen people were taken to hospitals. Oh, man. There are still 50 cars and trucks there. Damn. Holy crap. And then yeah. there was another 50-car pileup near Ann Arbor. Yes, I read that one as well. I'm like, oh, geez. So close to 250 people were in, or 250 vehicles were involved in two accidents in Michigan. Which is really funny was the fact that that one on 23 is right next to where Brian is. Mm-hmm. So Brian was right next to one. I'm wow. right next to another. You were in the other. I'm now scared to go outside. <laughs> Do you like hot cocoa? Do you have a fireplace? I, I, yes and yes. <laughs> I feel like today would be a good day to curl up with a hot cocoa and a book. Today is Sit a good day the... to clean up the house. Also true. My house is a mess. Um, if you recall, last week we, we talked about the forge experiments. Yes. Well, we continued with those experiments, and so there's like tools and metal scraps kind of all over the house. And so it, it's time to clean up. Ah. And wait for my crucible to show up. Mm. So, side note about this also. Um Kate's Jeep was having issues, and so we were going to get it, uh, it wouldn't start, so we were going to get it towed to a shop, mm-hmm. but uh, that was yesterday, when I guess every tow truck in, like... Was on 94. Yeah. The, so, in the, like, three counties to yeah. nearby. So I, I got a call from the tow truck people, they're like, um, yeah, we couldn't get a hold of your wife, but um, because of the accident, uh, all of the tow trucking... Uh, people have been called. It has been conscripted by the state. Yeah. Oh, that's that is just so messy. So they were like, "Yeah, since you're kind of a non-emergency tow, we're, is it okay if we?" Uh, you're gonna delay? have to wait. Yeah, and I'm like, "That's perfectly you're, fine." You're gonna have to wait. I am okay waiting if you guys will help clean up the massive pileup. Yep. It's really funny though. Is I actually took 94 home past where it was closed down, but. Since everybody had heard about this story, nobody was on 94. It was a ghost town, which was hilarious. Because I'm like, it's rush hour. I'm on 94 right now, and there's but nobody no else here. taking the highway. Yeah, no one, no yep. one was going near the highway. <sighs> so yeah, that was fun. Interesting definition of fun there. Yep, winter driving. I'm, I'm just still amazed at, at that accident. That's inc- Like, that's so... That's huge. Yeah. Of course, the police were telling everybody to get out of their cars because, you know... Acid. Acid and... Burning acid. Fires and everything else like that. So they were actually, like, getting buses, and they were taking people to one of the nearby schools to just wait out the the chaos. Yep. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. So, winter. Winter. Winter driving. Yep. No one go outside. Andy, Welcome. why did you and Kate send me a, a little Perler Penguin kit? Like, I appreciate it. It's cute. Why did you send me this? Dave wants to know about his Penguin kit. 
You know, let's know why we sent it. We saw it on Comic-Con. Yeah, we, we, we saw it and we're like, oh, Dave does that. Dave can make a penguin. Well, okay. There was, yeah, there was also did, directions for a train. I, I did see the train. I don't know that there are directions for the train. I think the train is just actually a picture. It's just a picture of the train. Oh. There's got to be a pattern there. It says free pattern. If there's not a free pattern, we're going to... It's it's a free downloadable pattern. Oh, downloadable pattern. <laughs> yes. As you tell me this while you're connected to a computer. As yes. we speak over the internet. Yes. Well, but my, my point is for the free downloadable pattern, you could have taken a picture. But I do appreciate you guys sending me the penguin. It is very adorable, and I'm planning on making it. He's actually going to make the penguin. Awesome. So. Cool. So, should we hit things? Yes. Maybe. Possibly. I mean, so, we can. It was the first full week of January this week. Yeah. Which means CES. <gasps> Oh, wait. Yeah, it's the one that, like, we never pay attention to. I mean, we kind of do. It was CES, the Consumer Electronics Show. Where half the stuff might not even make it out of production, or might not make it out of prototype. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> oh. Choked on tea. <laughs> CES. <coughs> yeah. Uh, vaporware and and tests is is half of the show, right? Uh, Mercedes unveiled their auto driving car. Um, Audi actually drove had had their self driving car drive all the way from San Francisco to L.A. for the show. Um, there was some interesting things. There was some wearable devices. There was a lot of smart devices, like our ever loving smart refrigerator. Yay! I'd actually say that was one of the themes of of CES this year was the smart house. Yes, there there wasn't anything like. It's amazing how much we've regressed. Back to the 1950s idea of the smart house. Yep. Man, I just think of the amount of analog electronics that were going around in the 1950s. And trying to think of how you would do a smart house with just that stuff, and it's just like... Like mechanical switching? Yeah. Like actual push buttons to uh, to switch certain things on and off. It's just... seems crazy. Now, I'm looking at your, your link here, and you're missing the one thing that I was actually hoping you were going to talk about. Okay. See if I can find a link to it so I can figure out exactly what it's called. The I'm IO- curious now. The I.O. Hawk, I do believe. The I.O. Hawk? Yes, I.O. as in, like, input-output. Input-output. And then Hawk, H-A-W-K. That is not input-output, that's just I.O. Okay. But it's... This is a hoverboard. No, it's not a hoverboard. Oh. Oh, it's a Segway that's not a Segway. Yes. It's a Segway that's the size of a small skateboard. And and so you just like lean forward and it goes. Yeah, up to six miles per hour. This is what I feel like the Segway should have been. Yeah, although six miles per hour is not like super fast. No, that's it's ten minute. It's like double my walking speed. Yeah, I normally walk at three miles per hour. So yeah, this is be double my walking speed, which is not bad. 
10 minute miles means this thing could do a marathon and basically how fast I do a marathon. <laughs> and then all you'd be doing is just standing there and slightly leaning, leaning forward. forward. Well, yeah. but, but how, how long is the battery? I'm not sure. I have a single, a single charge will get you 10 to 12 miles. Okay. So, so you can, do- no, it won't like if you had like a second and a third one, you could do a marathon. Or I feel like at this point you could do a you could do a marathon, or a, you could do a half marathon and then run that last mile and change, <laughs> or or run the the first half marathon with like this strapped to your back, and then when you're when you're getting tired, just you're like, all right, I'm kind of tired. Put it down, get on it, pull out a book, read until it dies, and then run the last bit. Could do that. But yeah, there wasn't really anything like surprising at this CES because we had we had uh, uh, wearables, smart objects, self uh, self driving vehicles, curved TVs. I still don't get the curved TV. Like yeah. why it's there? Yeah, why? What what is special about a curved television? I uh, I don't know. Is one of the other TV companies put out this really great little counter advertisement for curved TVs, pointing out that it's a stupid, stupid idea because it means that there's only one good place to watch the TV from. But like the argument of that is that it's supposed to be uh, better viewing angles. And so I'm wondering what the hell the purpose is. Now, that said, a curved computer monitor, since there's only supposed to be like one person using a computer monitor, that doesn't sound so bad. No. All right, here we go. There's a, a guy who's lived with a curved TV at home for a month, and then he com- he works for CNET, so he compared uh, it to flat TVs in the lab, and so here's the short versions. The curved TVs cost more. No surprise there. Uh, the impact of the curve on the picture is subtle and provides no increased in immersion. Uh, the curve creates subtle geometric distortions. The curve can help reduce reflections. Okay, I could see that one. Yeah, because there's not a flat surface. Yeah. Eh, maybe. It says they have great picture quality, but the curve screen is a gimmick. That that's perfectly acceptable. Right. So, um, we finally so, got to see what the Android Auto looks like. That one's also kind of interesting. Yeah. Hold on a second. I've got a call from work coming in. Uh-oh. Okay, I'm back. Welcome back. I was petting Lazarus. Of course. He's a good dog who was whining. Of course. So, yeah, this $700 to get auto Android Auto in your car, I don't know if so it's what's, worth... What, what's the purpose of putting Android Auto in? Like, what does it give you? I I feel like it's your Android device in your car. Instead of using your phone as the the display for it, it just works with your phone, and it's the display and everything already built into it. Okay, but so it's it's a seven hundred dollar phone extension that replaces the radio in your car with an Android touchscreen. Yes, I mean maybe. I feel but like I I feel like I could I, buy I, an Android it's not tablet. Like, you know, what what do I do? Yeah, you could. But what do I do for like my car where I have the communication system all built in and like there isn't room to pull it out and put this in? No, no there's not. I I don't know. 
it seemed like I, an interesting I, idea, but seven hundred dollars to get that in my car would no. Yeah, we'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait on that. I mean, it's going to. Well, look at the the companies that this is, right? Audi, Volkswagen, Hyundai. True. The people who have these sorts of cars are probably willing to put in that little extra bit of cash. No, that yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. Very true. 4K Blu-ray player. Now, this one confuses me because the standards for Blu-ray is just 1080p. So are we going to get separate discs, and this one's going to be able to play DVDs, Blu-rays, and these 4K Blu-rays, or...? You're asking the wrong guy. What makes you think I would have any clue? Do you even have a Blu-ray player? Or you have a PlayStation, yeah, you have a Blu-ray player. I have a PlayStation 3, so I technically have a Blu-ray player. But like what I I don't even I don't know where I I keep in mind I don't have a screen that can do 4K. Yeah, no, then I wouldn't suggest buying one this year either. I'd still wait. Wait a year? Yeah. Or they're two? Get, they're getting down in prices, but they're still. I mean, there were some of them that were pretty affordable. There was one at Costco that was really cheap. It was like eight hundred to a thousand dollars for a 4K screen. It's not too bad. No, it was, and it was, it was a, let me see if I can, Costco TVs, electronics, televisions, uh, it's a 1080p, 4K TVs, the cheapest 4K TV, there's a 40 inch 4K Samsung smart TV for $880. Oh, wow. There's a Vizio 50 inch for $880. So they're getting out there. Yep. And there's $100 off on the Vizio one, so it's really $780. For Actually, wow, for 240 hertz, 4K TV, 50 inches. That's, wow. Uh, the question, huh. though, is what are you going to watch on that 4K TV? Uh, I'll stream 4K content. The handful of 4K content you can stream, and that's about it? Well, but Andy, there's going to be more. Yes. You know there's going to be more 4K content. Yes, there is, but it's not going to be coming quick because we need the internet infrastructure in order to stream it. or we need. Well, funny you should mention that because the FCC is planning on reclassifying broadband internet. Oh, yeah, the vote's coming up next month, isn't it? Yeah. But, like, I, they they were talking about reclassifying broadband as 25 down. 25 down? And 3 up. That's a jump. Yep. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, Comcast all of a sudden has to make sure you're getting 25 down. No. It just means they can't call it broadband. No, and there's a lot of stuff there that money that they get from the government that is tied into providing broadband providing broadband yeah yep so 25 down and three up so you want to tell me again about like not having the infrastructure (laughs) okay so you can reclassify it as something yes they're going to have to start if they want to claim it as broadband have to create 25 down but comcast already has what 150 Megabits a second down as their top speed? I don't know. I don't have Comcast. I don't even 
Let's yeah, Comcast current top tier test. is 150 megabits per second. Let's see what Charter is giving me right now. Keep in mind, I'm hopping between two routers and the cable modem. I have eight down right now. Nine down. Ten down. Keeps going up. Somewhere around nine or ten. Yeah, understand. Yeah, that's about right. And two up, three up. Ooh, four up. Holy crap. Do I hear five? Nope, just four. Nope, just four. 10.5 down and four up. So, but yeah, I, I mean, potentially 4K TVs are... Let, let me put it this way. 4K TVs aren't going away yet. No. I, I don't know that they will. All those, again, this curved screen bullshit is just why. All right. Uh, so, so you don't need 4K to play games on this website. What website? Uh, oh, what's archives. It is it just called archives? Archive.org. Yep, archive.org. Archive.org has a bunch of old DOS games. 2,296. And, and they have a hosted DOS box. Yes, which means you don't even... through the website. Some of them you can actually only play through the website. Other ones you can actually download. But yeah, two thousand over two thousand games. If you wanted to play the original Oregon Trail right now, or you could. Or Prince of Persia. Yep. Or, or Prince of Persia. Wolfenstein 3D. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? As oh we were playing God. earlier today. You were playing Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? Yes. Yes, I was. Nice. Nice. Oh God! Look at these games. Oh Lisa my God, Larry stunts! You remember you talking about stunts, right? Stunt driver. Oh, stunt driver. Oh, never mind. Stunt driver is the one I remember. Uh, which they City? have. You can play stunt driver. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm sorry, <clears throat> Andy. I can't keep <laughs> recording. I'm sorry. Uh, there is a, a problem with some of these games, though. Like stunt driver. What? You can't. They had save. DRM. No, they had DRM. Oh, it did? Yeah. It was the old style of DRM, which says, like, on page 37 of the, of the instruction booklet, what piece is located at this spot? And you'd have to click on the image. Or uh, the original Wing Commander came with blueprints for the ships. And so they'd ask questions of, like, what is the velocity or what is the output energy limiter of such and such a part on such and such a ship? So is there a way around that? Or is it just, you know... If if someone uploaded the manual... So, like, in the Sun Driver one, someone did upload the manual. Okay. But yeah, that's the other problem right now. Yeah, that that's... If, if you're streaming it, you cannot DRM. save it. So, it, you, you, can, you can play SimCity. But you can't save it. No. Well, that's okay. Software. So those are MS-DOS games. What do they have for the top... What is this? Classic PC games. Oh, God. Chessmaster. Command and Conquer. Holy crap, Andy. Most of them are just demos, though. That's fine. Scorched Earth. Andy, they have Scorched Earth. They have Commander Keen. 
Oh, I, I don't know what to do, Andy. <laughs> well, don't do anything now. Lemmings, no? Simtown. Uh, I guess we're recording. Yeah. I, I guess we should keep recording. Yes, yes, we should. Oh, Scorched Earth. That I just classy. said that one. I know. That's what I just. I just I, said that. I just. Why? What do you mean? Oh, scorched earth. Oh. Well, no. I was looking through here for other things in there, and then oh, I can download scorched earth. Oh, Andy, focus. Okay. We have to keep recording. Yes. Can't get distracted by amazing old games. Speaking of amazing old games, by the way. Yes. Uh... I, I floated my idea to a bunch of random strangers about how you wanted to play Zelda. I said, I wanted you to play it on camera. Oh. And the, the universal reaction was, yeah, I'd watch that. Damn it. <laughs> like, universal reaction was, yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah. So all you're going to give me I'd is the game? I'd love to watch a guy. What is it, a you game? You get the game. You get the manual. Okay. You get graph paper. Okay. And notes. You would be streaming it. There'd be a camera pointing at you. Yes. And, if, and a camera, just like... which is, is the game, so you'd be screencasting. Yeah. Uh, you'd have a microphone. You and I would be talking. We'd be on a, a Skype call. You would not be able to see the chat. Oh, of course. Because people would, would give away secrets. Yeah. No, I... That... If I'm doing this old school, I got to do this old school. Right. That's the point. I feel like there should be like some sort of like 800 number that I could call, though. (laughs) (laughs) For the Nintendo hotline? Yeah. Uh, Does the Nintendo hotline still exist? I have no idea. There's Uh, Nintendo customer service hotline. Yeah, that's not really the... Uh, Nintendo power line... Well, isn't I Nintendo mean, Power I can done? give you the phone number right now. If you want, go and dial 206-885-7529. That, that would be Nintendo Power's old number. I don't think they still do it, though. Hold on, I'm looking at the oh, Nintendo maybe. website. Wait, customer service, power line. Yeah, that's Automated information right was discontinued on June 1st, 2010. Go! Oh. Gameplay assistance. If you need gameplay assistance, there are numerous online resources. You may want to try using your favorite internet search engine to find tips for games you're playing. Helpful words to include in the search, along with the game's titles, are walkthrough, FAQ, codes, and tips. (laughs) Basically, they said, go Google it. (laughs) Corporate speak for go Google it. Yep. But yeah, that's, I mean... I think this is a setup that we could do. I think we could do it easily. I think we could schedule time for this, and I think it would get people to watch. Mm. I'll have to think about that. I have thought about it. <laughs> True. So, you know what was missing at um, CES this year? A lot of things, but what? Steam boxes. Oh, yeah. I mean, we mentioned that when we were doing our recap, that like yeah. they've kind of... Uh, Faded, as it were. Well, according to Valve, at GDC in March, they are going to be front and center with Steam machines. Ooh. Two years later. (laughs) A year year, and a half later. 
last year at CES, I remember we talked about it. There was like this machine and that machine and the other machine. There was a bunch of them there around like getting shown off. And now – Yeah, but that's March, because people want, wanted to get in on the ground floor and then had no idea what to do with the damn thing. People got in the ground floor and the building wasn't even built yet. Right. This is the, the issue with investment and investors and like, yeah, let's do this. Why? Uh, I don't know. Polls well? All right. But they're saying uh, GDC in March, yes. Game Developer Conference. Yes. Okay. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll get that Source 2 Half-Life 3 announcement. Or, sorry, source, yeah, Source 2, right? Half-Life 2 runs on the Source engine. Yes. They're working on Source 2. Yes. Okay. What happens if they just skip 2 and went to Source 3? I'd laugh. Would I technically lose the bet then? I don't know. <laughs> I think spiritually I still win that bet. Yes, I think so, yeah. Because a All rose right. is a rose under any other name. Unless you call it a stink blossom. Uh, computers. Yes. And artificial intelligence. Uh-oh. And holy crap, I'm terrified. You remember War Games? Yes. You remember the end of War Games? How they, they ended it? Yes. I don't right? know where Matthew you're going Broderick with this one. Tells, well, Matthew Broderick tells the computer to, to play... Itself. Uh, tic-tac-toe against itself. Yes. Right? Well, some researchers and computer programmers wrote an AI, wrote an algorithm uh, that learns and told it to play itself in Texas Hold'em. Hmm. And it, 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 it played millions of games. And they are now pretty convinced that it can beat any person in the long run. It learned how to bluff. It learned how to hold. It learned how to deal with perfect in, uh, imperfect information. Well, damn. It learns from its mistakes. Now, you know, not to be over-sensational, it's a program that plays... Poker. Learning from your mistakes does not mean that you can go from playing poker to launching nuclear missiles. But the technology and the the process is there to learn. I mean, we've had machine learning for a long yeah. time. If so I remember correctly, even that's not really new. In war games, the list of games that it would it, it, it in the thing, one of them I do believe was poker. Probably. Yeah. If I remember, uh, if I remember I that the list internet of games, knows. Internet probably knows. Bet you the internet knows. List of games from the movie War Games. Let's see. Falcon's Maze, Blackjack, Gin Rummy, Hearts Bridge, Checkers Chess, Poker, Fighter Combat, Guerrilla Engagement, Desert Warfare, Air to Ground Actions, Theater Wide Tactical Warfare, Theater Wide Biotoxic and Chemical Warfare, Global Thermonuclear War. Oh. Global Thermal Nuclear War. Or what we call DEFCON. Yep. So what else we got going on here? 
other than the fact that I um, am fearful for then ever playing online uh, Texas Hold'em. No, wait, no. <laughs> because it might be against the computer. They do have to say, though, this is just one versus one, so they haven't handled... Yep. Multiplayers. Yes. Feels like it's a pretty small step. I don't know. There's, there's. I feel like when you add multiple people into the game, then the number of computations it has to do just goes through the roof. I don't know. It's pretty cool. It's also really scary. Yes. I mean, just from a, a like, wow, that happened. T-Mobile grew a lot last year. They signed up an additional 8.3 million customers. They're still in third place, though, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, by a lot. But I think they're catching up. Let's look at U.S. numbers. Uh, That's by cell phone manufacturer. That doesn't give me what I want. Okay. My Google Foo is failing on that one. Uh, Hold on. Verizon had 125 million. AT&T had 118 million. T-Mobile had 55 million. This is all in towards the end of 2014. So T-Mobile has to double in size to even... To catch up to AT&T. Yes. Which, if they merged with Sprint, they would. T-Mobile and Sprint are kind of neck and neck. Yes. At this point, they're getting really close to each other. The problem with that, though, is T-Mobile and Sprint are on two different types of network infrastructure, and so even if they did merge, it would be years, just like with um, T-Mobile and Metro PCS, that merger whole thing. That's still, yes, they're merged, but they're still two separate entities. I don't know if we could... I. Would we want just three major carriers? I hmm, what I want, I could probably get in trouble for saying, so I'm not going to say it. Okay. How about two free no, years of I, community college? Two free years of community college. Yes. That sounds pretty cool. What if I already have a degree? I'm not sure. Okay. Free community college. Yes, the President of the United States wants to give everybody free two years of tuition to a community college. That's cool. This is probably something he'll be mentioning in his State of the Union later? Yes, probably, yes. And they said the uh, the details of how it's going to be funded will be uh, come in the President's budget for the next, next fiscal year, which is due out next month. Wow. Free community college. Free two years of community college. If you maintain good grades. Yeah. I kind of expect that I I won't qualify for that. Yeah, I probably won't qualify for that either. I could easily maintain good grades since I maintain... Having a four-year degree. Man, some of those people, though, in my community college classes, I don't understand how they could be failing. But some of them did. Because they... Don't do the work. Yeah. Trying to walk through, walk people through how to connect a computer to 
a domain. It's like the, the, there's literally a network wizard built into Windows. Yep. Just follow the prompts. Do the steps. Your com- yeah, your computer will be then connected to yep. the domain. So free community college. I, I'm okay with that. Especially since he said that community college now is basically what high school was back in the 60s. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, Chevy has a new. So this is, this is an interesting. Chevy showed off before the Detroit Auto Show. Chevy has started showing off their new stuff. They have a well, new generation of Volt. What? Mike, uh, did they show this off at CES then, or? Yep, yep. Well, that makes sense. It's an electric vehicle. You're showing, you're sh- it's it's technologically advanced, so you're going to show it off at CES. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So they showed it at the at CES. It was the Chevy Volt. It's the new Volt. Um, it, you know, not much there. But they also started talking about the Chevy Bolt. So a B fully as electric, in, as in boy. I was going to say as B as in Bravo instead of V as in Victor. Yes. Okay. The Chevrolet Bolt is a 200-mile fully electric car. They are selling it for approximately $30,000. <laughs> oh, this... This is targeted. This is like guns loaded and pointed at Tesla. Yeah, because the Tesla Model 3, 200-mile range... Approximate cost thirty five thousand dollars, and right. Chevy wants to create a two hundred mile all electric vehicle around thirty thousand dollars. Point in favor of Chevy is the fact that they're actually allowed to sell their car in all fifty states. Well, except they aren't. Chevy doesn't sell their cars. No, the Chevy dealerships are already right. in place in all fifty states and are allowed to sell Chevy right. vehicles. Look. But Andy, again, I think you're confusing the issue. Tesla could sell in states, in all 50 states. Yes. If they sell through dealerships. Very true. If you went down back to to like Celine and it was Briarwood Ford and Tesla, you could buy a Tesla there. But Tesla wants to cut out the dealerships. They want to sell directly to the people. They want to have their own dealership. And that's what has been banned. That's what's not permitted. Again, you can go online and buy a Tesla in Michigan. You just have to go to another state to pick it up or get it delivered. Or get it delivered, right. Yes. Now, the the point in favor for GM is that their dealerships are there, and the dealerships can't really say, no, don't do this. Yeah, the dealerships, Chevy's going to say, you're going to take this car, and the dealership's going to go, okay. Right. And and more than that, it also means that it'll be up to the local dealerships to start promoting the electric car. Yes. I am a little I you know, we need to know what like the the uh the charge time is. How long does it take to go to a full charge? Is Chevy going to have to start installing the superchargers across the country? Will you will you be able to take a Chevy car into like the Tesla supercharger. Cause Tesla is opening their supercharger stuff to 
the the design for the Charger, they opened up all their patents. So Chevy could take that would be hilarious if Chevy took the idea for the uh, the plug and put it in the bolt. If they did that though, would Tesla then just start have to charging, <laughs> like have to run something through the system that says yes, this is a Tesla or no, this is not a Tesla, and then actually charge people for it? I don't know. Someone came up with some alternate ideas for Chevy vehicles, though. The, the Chevy Jolt, which would be the hot rod version. The Chevy Capacitor, which would be a cargo van. The Chevy Current, which you have to change just a little. Chevy what? Chevy what? You drive a what? Oh, funny. Are we back? Yes, we're back. Okay. What was the last thing you got? The uh, Chevy Capacitor. Okay. There was the Chevy Capacitor, the cargo van, and the Chevy Current, which changes slightly every year because then it needs to stay current. Mm-hmm. Ah! I like it. Um, yeah, it's... Chevy's taken on Tesla. I guess that is, gives Tesla even more legitimacy. I do have to say, though, that the Chevy... When, when they announced the Chevy Volt... Yeah. And when the Chevy Volt was finally released, those were two different cars. True. So, yes, they're announcing the Chevy Bolt 200-mile range, $30,000, and will debut in 2017. But my guess is when 2017 rolls around, is that going to be the same as what is going to be officially announced on Monday? Because the, holy crap, the auto show media is next week, isn't it? Yep. Damn. Yep. Uh, what else do we have to talk about, Andy? Is that it? What else it? we got on the list? Um, Razer is putting out an open-sourced VR headset and game development kit. I saw that. I don't know what I think about that. I think it's kind of silly. How is it silly? Because, I, I, it, why is Razer trying to get in on this? I'm not sure, because Razer does hardware. It's... I mean, this is hardware. Yes. But why is Razer getting in on this? Because virtual reality is the new and exciting thing. I, I, I can't tell you how many times I heard news coming out of CES that was about the Oculus Rift. That was just every time it's like, oh, yeah, I tried out the Oculus Rift, and it's great. I'm like, well, duh, I've heard about this for years now. It's, yeah, it's very popular. Yes. I think that was like oh, the thing Maybe to do I don't was, need to worry about getting a, a new monitor then. <laughs> I should just get an Oculus and not worry about it. Ready Player One. Yep, we're headed there. I don't we're know. It's... On our way to it. Okay, so not even the so. If you don't like the cut of the VR specs for their hardware, you can actually craft your own because they're t- putting out the entire design schematics as an HDK on the what website. Is it, what is an HDK file? Hardware, or sorry, hacker dev kit, I think, or hardware dev kit. Okay. HDK. Uh, hardware development kit. There we go. Yeah, so even if you don't like their hardware, you can get the hardware development kit. But what, what is that used for? Like what, I know what's in an SDK. What is in an HDK? Like probably, are they packaging resistors and circuit boards or what? No, they're probably just giving the schematics of how it's built and what the design profile is of the device where it says, okay, well... This is what's in. This is what we use to build it. We have uh, two screens here. We have 
audio sensors here. This is what we want to do with its standard All right. video I mean, output. Is this amount? I, I, I always have to encourage more companies to research and develop. And so in that sense, it's a good thing. It's also lending, again, more legitimacy to the project and the idea that this is where things are going. So that's also pretty cool. At the same time, Razer? I go don't back know. To, go back to making mice that actually work. I don't think that I, I don't think I have actually bought a Razer mouse in forever. I have Razer mice and keyboards. I, I like them. They do a very good job. Side note, I just flipped over my mouse, and oh my gosh, where the hell did all this stuff come from that's stuck to the bottom of my mouse? This is actually something disgusting. You, you should take your, comp- uh, your keyboard and turn it upside down and shake it. <laughs> I'm fearful for what's going to come out. Do it. It's not right now. Uh, anything else? I have one more thing. Well, what do you got? Uh, I, I, have, I have an offer to people. All right, hold on a second. Another phone call. Sorry, Kate's Jeep's in the shop, so. Oh, okay, right, because the, the tow truck. Yes. Okay. As I was going to say. Yes. Bef- before the show, Andy actually came to me and said, Dave, I need to learn how to write programs for Windows. Yes. I said, well, that's interesting because I had just signed up for this, where this was a Coursera course hosted by University of Michigan. I guess it's more of a University of Michigan course hosted by Coursera for learning to program Python. Python? Python. The Isn't programming that... language that, Andy, you know what Python is. Yeah. Don't joke about that. You know what Python is. You've been doing this show with me for years. You know Python in the sense of you know what it is. And now Andy and I are actually going to go and learn Python. This is a 10-week course. It is about two to four hours a week, and it's always more fun to do things like this with other people. So we have the link in the show notes, in the the sidebar links. Well, it won't be in the sidebar. It'll be under the show. Uh, And so you are welcome to sign up for that course. It is free, and you can learn Python, and you can learn with Andy and I since neither of us actually know Python. Nope. I know some Java. Yep. And so it'll it'll let you kind of keep up with us because I'm sure as we go through this, because we're going through this, we'll be talking about some of it on the show. And so it might be a really cool way to uh, kind of keep yourselves in line with that. Oh, look, my confirmation email just arrived. Yay! I guess I should sign up. (laughs) No, I'm joking. I've, I've been signed up for a while. Okay. Just making sure. I, I've been signed up for this. So, yes, that's going to start February 2nd. So you have now... Just under a month. Yes. Before you have to sign up. Or, or just under a month to sign up before the class starts. Yes. All right. So that's that. Yes. Random review. Random review. It's my turn. I'm reviewing a little piece of software that I've been using uh, quite handily lately. It's called Sync Toy, and not sync like kitchen sink, but sync like sync your iPod. 
SyncToy 2.1 from official Microsoft download. Yes, it is an official Microsoft piece of software. Um, SyncToy originally first came out many moons ago, back to actually during uh, XP. It came out as a power toy, but then they just kept on updating it. Last update was about five or six years ago. Now, granted, this works for Windows 7, 32-bit and 64-bit. Last update, 11-24-2009. Wow. I haven't tried it on Windows 8 yet. But I have... No, actually, I've tried it on... Uh, have I tried it on Server 2012 yet? I'll have to try it out. Uh-huh. But um, it's a file synchronization software. Okay. So you, you say, hey, there's a folder here. Which is it, in the program? It's called left folder and right folder. So yep. you have a yeah. You, you'd say left folder is this folder, which on mine was like on one of our servers, one of our shared folders, and then on the right folder was the new server shared folder where I was going to copy stuff from folder to folder. Okay. The problem is I don't want to try and copy all the files at once because that would take forever and a day when I'm trying to copy you know, a couple hundred gigabytes worth of stuff from one server to another. So what I'm doing now is I copy a lot of it over at once when I've got, you know, some free time. And then when I'm going to switch the shares, I run this thing there, and it will actually synchronize the two folders as one of its thing there. So it will make the two folders exact copies of each other. That's one of the three things it can do. The other thing it can do is echo, which takes the left folder, and it tells the right folder to become a copy of the left folder. So any like new files that are in the left folder will get copied to the right folder. Any deletes on the left folder will get deleted on the right folder. So okay. that the right folder becomes a copy of the left folder. So okay, so they can be copies of each other. So they're mirrored. Echo, which makes the one of them a copy of the other, and then contribute is like echo, but it doesn't delete any of the files. Hmm. So you could if you you could just have a folder that's like all of your stuff that you've downloaded or something, and then you just keep on using the contribute just over and over again. It just keeps on adding to that one folder on the right, but it doesn't delete anything. Interesting. So this is helpful because, you know, if you're copying folders back and forth and you're going to transfer from, like, server to server, you don't have to transfer it all at once. You can just transfer a bunch of it at one time when nobody's using it. And then on that final changeover, you run this program to copy between the two servers. You tell the new one to echo the old one, and then it just does the last little bits. It actually runs through and sees what's a new file, so you don't have to you don't have to tell it to copy own like you don't have to go and try and figure out which ones are the new files by hand or anything else like that. This the, the software does it for you. It goes, oh, these files haven't changed, so I'm not just gonna not gonna worry about them. And it only copies over the new stuff. It only renames the new stuff. It only deletes the new stuff. So this is like the last thing I do before I shut down the old server is I use this one to mirror it exactly. So it has one job, but it does that one job really well, especially since you can actually tell it to preview and not actually run. So it will run, but without actually doing anything. So you can see exactly what it's going to do. I like it. So you can look at it and be like, wait a second, why is it deleting all those? I don't want it to delete all those. So it will just it, it's it, it will run a test first, basically, so you can preview exactly what's going to happen. And then if everything looks good, then you just tell it to run. Go and do it. Yeah. Nice. So it's, it's a very small file. It works on 64-bit versions of 7. I'll go and try it on our 2012 servers. I think they should work perfectly fine on that one as well. 
Actually, yes. No, it does work in our 2012 service because I've already done that in Kalamazoo. So yes, this works on Windows 8 boxes, 64-bit as well. Can work across networks. It supports UNC paths. So yeah, I can, I've actually gone from like one computer to the other using comp- the UNC names, which is really nice. And it's official Microsoft Windows stuff there, so you can tell it to work with any other Microsoft software, like, you know, scheduled tasks and such. Nice. So yes, there are other, you know, file synchronization software, file copying software out there. But this one, is, it's from Microsoft, it's free, and it does its job really well. So, Sync Toy. Cool. If you're building yourself a new computer and you want to, you know, copy stuff over to a new hard drive, you don't want to just sit there all night waiting for it to copy. You could use this. Yeah, just copy I mean, everything. it still has to sit there. Yes, it still has to sit there and copy everything, but you don't have to worry about, you know, like, well, what file did I update just recently? Hold on, let me go through and figure out what the new files are. Okay. Also, any deleted files are moved to the recycle bin. So in case you accidentally delete something or tell it to delete something you don't want it to delete, it will just be in your recycle bin just like anything else. Oh, but I always just use Shift-Delete. I live dangerously. So yeah, that's what I said. It's I've been using it a lot because I'm transferring over a lot of stuff to our new 2012 servers. And this one has saved me so much time and trouble because I just I just go I log on to a server overnight and I just tell it to just copy all the folders over because then I don't have to worry about trying to remember what I've copied over before because this thing will just go, Oh, you've already done this. Alright. Pretty easy. <laughs> Alright. Any cool. other questions? Nope. Yeah, it's, it's pretty straightforward, like I said. Bing, bang, boom. All right, random topic. I rolled ahead of time. Who wins in a Mario Kart race? RoboCop or Inspector Gadget? What? Yes, that is the random topic. Who wins in a Mario Kart race? RoboCop or Inspector Gadget? I'm, I'm, so I'm trying to decide, are they just playing Mario Kart or are they in Mario Kart? Question did not specify. I, I mean, feel like I feel like in either case, RoboCop. Why though? He has a gun. <laughs> what is he going to shoot, Inspector Gadget? That's <laughs> like gotten dark shoot. really quickly. I mean, well, you could shoot the tires. He's also. I mean, Inspector Gadget is uh, a man with like gadgets, right? Yes. RoboCop is a man with a computer that handles most of his functions. Yes. And like even if we're going I think even if we're going by the the old RoboCop, like it would it would path out for him travel. I know certainly in the new RoboCop it had like an overlay that would show up and be like go here, now go here, now go here. Whereas Inspector Gadget seen... is a fully incompetent. You haven't seen the new one? No. It's I? worth renting. Okay. Yeah, go to like Redbox or Netflix or whatever, and and just we'll see. If there it's are on differences. Amazon. There are definitely differences. It is not the same movie. Well, I I wasn't. I didn't think it was going to be the same movie. Yep, but it's it's still pretty good. I I say RoboCop. He's going to be better at driving. He's going to be better at well. Oh, but Inspector Gadget's car can transform. Yes. So if he had some sort of like transforming. Mario Kart, 
It's hard to get hit by a blue shell, you know, if your car suddenly turns into a helicopter. Blue shells fly. Blue shells fly? Well, you're yeah. fucked then. <laughs> you you didn't you don't remember that? Blue shells fly. No, they I have didn't wings. Remember. Oh goodness. I still say Robocop. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Yeah, mm. Especially since before, you know, Robocop could just because the, the gadgets aren't going to help Inspector Gadget at all, unless there's some sort of like gadgets right. like that and, would create and banana. His peels gadgets and stuff. always get in the way, right? His gadgets always get in his own way. They never like actually help him. Some of them help. It's him. only some when do, when yeah. well, it's only when Penny like hacks whatever it is and and does the stuff she needs to do that it helps him. Penny was really like the hero of Inspector Gadget, wasn't it? Yeah. He was the comic relief. She was the one who actually got things done. Penny and so I guess then, um, if Penny is included in this, brain. Yes, brain. Oh. I guess if Penny's in there and like she hacks into Robocop, then Inspector Gadget wins, but I I think Inspector Gadget loses this. I think Robocop takes it. Side note, uh, Robocop is not Prime, so will not watch it. Okay. Yet. Go, go get, it's probably in a red box somewhere. No, not Reebok, red box. I mean, there's also gotta be a video rental store nearby. That is still a thing. Are you sure? Yes, there's a family video, like, a quarter mile away from my house. Well, yes, that's over where you're at. Where I'm at, though. There's gotta still be one. Let's search for RoboCop. God, I'm running, like, so many different searches right now. Video store. Your choices. There is no RoboCop in the red box. Okay. I asked for video store, and I get Barnes & Noble and Best Buy. Wow. Oh, there's a family video down in Texas Corners. I don't know where that is. That's southwest of us. Okay. A couple miles down the road. Okay. Yeah, I would, I'm going to lead towards RoboCop. Yeah. But now this makes you want to watch some of the old Inspector Gadgets. You know, there's actually a, a subreddit, Who Would Win? This might be something that we have to post there. I don't know. There was a subreddit for that. Granted, there's a subreddit for everything, so... Subreddit for everything. There's a subreddit, I do believe, for subreddits. Probably. So yes, it probably is a subreddit for everything. But yeah, no. Robocop. Definitely Robocop. Yeah. Yep. Alright. Well, that's, uh, that's that then. I guess uh, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.